we're submitting it today for debate in our own private members' time next Wednesday. Uh, government may counter our motion with a, a motion in itself, a motion of confidence in itself. We haven't done this in 23 years. It's not something we do very frequently, but we are really taken aback and stunned by the decision to end the eviction ban, a decision that took us all by surprise, a decision which has been proven not to have any mitigating uh, modelling or schemes in place to ameliorate the, the damage it's going to cause. So after last night's uh, debate on the Sinn Féin motion, uh, which was defeated, um, we have been left with no option but to put forward a motion of no confidence. And this is really the place, uh, focus on those independents who masquerade as people's champions up and down this country. But when it comes to it, when it comes to actually defending the most vulnerable in the biggest crisis that the country faces, uh, are quite happy to roll over and have their bellies tickled. And then to pretend that they have squeezed out some uh, some concessions from government. Uh, I'm not sure if your listeners are, are aware of how independents behave themselves in the doll, um, but I think that they were exposed last night and they'll be exposed next week when we ask them quite bluntly, do they have confidence in this government, which is plunging people into homelessness as a deliberate policy uh, choice. I'm about to hear from Fine Gael Deputy Paul Kyo in just a second. Your colleague Brendan Howland, when speaking to me yesterday, said if this decision was reached, it would open a Pandora's box. They were his words. What do you anticipate is likely to happen next because of the decision reached yesterday? And it's going to be an explosion of homelessness. If the government had announced the schemes that they've been scrambling around looking to, to announce in the last couple of days, have they announced those schemes last October, November, when the bank came into effect and have worked through them over the last five, six months? Well, then they may have had some defence. You can't, at the end of a ban, then decide that you're going to talk about the schemes that you're going to introduce, legislation that you're going to introduce, the tenant and situ scheme that you're going to start funding. These are all initiatives that they should have announced when the ban uh, was introduced last October, November. They didn't do that. They have no modelling as to how damaging this is going to be and how many evictions it's going to cause. Um, we were asked this, my colleague Duncan Smith in the doll asked the Minister for Housing, had any modelling been done? No. So it was a decision that was reached, we feel, with no preparation. Uh, they're trying to blame everybody else but themselves. There's going to be an explosion uh, in evictions. There are 17 local authorities around the country with no emergency accommodation whatsoever. And I don't know what I'm going to tell people who come to me. I don't know where I'm going to tell them they're going to live because I just don't know. Labour Party spokesperson Aidan O'Reilly speaking to you about 10 minutes ago before we came on air. I'm joined now by Fine Gael Deputy Paul Kyo. Good morning to you, Paul. Uh, good morning, Alan. Paul, this has been a very, very unusual, to put it mildly, and very disturbing and worrying 24 hours, particularly for the 135 families that we have spoken about here in County Wexford at the moment, who come next Thursday could well be put out the door of their homes. This decision was reached by the government, a government that you are part of. Why was the decision reached and what is your reasoning behind it? Uh, well, Alan, first of all, uh, let me say this is a very difficult uh, decision for the government uh, to make, but one that I believe was uh, the right decision. And uh, I personally spoke with other members of the Fine Gael Parliamentary Party looking for the eviction ban to be lifted a number of uh, weeks ago by when the legislation was up at the end of uh, this month. 
there is one person who has been left out of uh, this conversation uh, completely, and uh, that is uh, the um, property owner, uh, Stroke, uh, the uh, landlord. I don't like calling them landlords because landlords have uh, uh, very... Uh, uh, difficult history in this country, but I call them property owners. And they have not been, their voices have not been heard over uh, the last number of months by opposition and by, I won't say local media, but definitely national media. Uh, These has been the negative publicity that uh, the property owners have received. Uh, They're seen as villains. Uh, They are seen as heartless. Uh, most landlords, property owners, are very good people, uh, like most tenants are very good people. But also, mm-hmm. you also have some very bad tenants, and you also have some very bad landlords, property owners. But the key here is to supply. And the government has uh, built almost 10,000 new homes in 2022. But last year, Landlords in Ireland entered into an estimated 50,000 new tenancy agreements, while an estimated 10,000 landlords sold up, uh, left the market, uh, because of, uh, I would say, uh, uh, the eviction ban. Uh, the rent pressure zones, and also the lack of uh, tax reliefs, which I've been looking for for uh, a long number uh, of years. And I have spoken to a number of landlords, and I'll just give you one uh, um, um, uh, example. And this is where uh, a landlord has been in the rental market for the past uh, 15 years. Uh, They're in a rent pressure zone. Uh, so they haven't been able to increase uh, uh, their, their their the rent of the of the of the um, property, even though the mortgage has gone up from uh, 750 euro a month to 800 euros uh, to 880 euros a month. So they are in debt hmm. of uh, renting out uh, their property. I also have uh, another example of where uh, a person uh, went overseas uh, to work. Uh, for uh, two and a half years. He got three years and he rented out his property, uh, uh, registered with the Residential Tenancies Board. Absolutely everything was above board. Uh, He told his tenant that he would be coming back uh, at the end of April and he would be needing the property back. And the tenant said, no, I'm not leaving because there's an eviction ban in place and I am not leaving. So in virtue, that person would have been homeless. Uh, so, like you know, Alan, All right. we we have to we have to hear the voice of the landlords, and I'm right. not. Okay. I'm not but here. you also but, have well, to hear. You, to uh, sorry, and I'll let you just go through that in detail, and I didn't interrupt you, Paul. So I, I totally take on board what you're saying about the landlords, and we have. I've had emails sent in to me, a bit like what you've you've talked about there yourself, from family members who have other family members coming home from far flung destinations, family members who have fallen on hard times, and they need to get the properties back to put their. Fa- and I totally accept that. But the, the one big point that no one has addressed for me, and I, I, I'm blue in the face from asking the question, is what is going to happen? And initially we know the figure is 135 Wexford families come next Thursday could be officially put out of their homes. And this is a question that uh, Malcolm Byrne couldn't answer. Can you answer it for me? What is going to happen to Wexford families who could be evicted from next Thursday? Well, the last thing 
anybody wants Alan and uh, like you know the opposition would think we're heartless people by the decisions we have to make but we have uh, to make principal decisions and difficult decisions very easy to sing from uh, the opposition but let me say Nobody wants anybody to be homeless. It is a terrible, terrible situation. As a public representative for over 20 years, uh, one thing that I would take really seriously me is trying to house people, rehouse people, and get accommodation for people. And it is my office is it's really busy, not able to help everybody, but on occasions and a lot of occasions you have successes and you don't have so uh, uh, much success. But tenants who are in receipt of, uh, and I want to go through this, so tenants who are in receipt of uh, the housing assistance payment uh, and are in rental uh, accommodation, right, uh, and they have received their notice to quit from uh, the landlord, well, then they should go uh, to the local uh, authorities uh, and the local authority will advise on possible housing supports. So there's a number of different housing supports for people, but it is up to the local authorities uh, okay. to to advise them on the housing All right, support, and can I stop uh, you now? I want to flesh it out a little bit more with you, Paul. I don't want to keep cutting yeah. across you, but I, I really wanted to get to the core of this. I have said on numerous occasions, being privy to being in the council meetings, which is very important to attend, I mean, even more so important to attend the current climate, and non-stop, including your own party colleagues, people talk about the fact that already in this county, we do not have accommodation for the people we have. And, like, these support schemes you're talking about, um, like, 135 families, uh, 33 properties that I thought of uh, was the figure I was given available come last Monday. Where are the people going to go? I, want, I need to get it as simple, sim, uh, as simplified as possible. Where are people going to go next Thursday if they've nowhere to go? I mean, they get these supports you talk about, but where do they actually live? Well, I'll, I want to finish off what I'm saying, right? Is in, in 2022, local authorities purchased approximately 500 homes uh, that were sanctioned uh, but, uh, under the tenant purchase scheme, but also uh, 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 there will be a further 1,500 uh, homes uh, where uh, local authorities will be able to uh, avail of. In 2022, when the moratorium was in place, the eviction moratorium is in place, 1,896 HAP tenancies were uh, uh, created. There are many other uh, um, um, schemes there uh, for, uh, through, let it be through the approved housing bodies, uh, let it be through the local authorities, let it be through uh, where now we are given um, through the Kinsha. Uh, vacant property grant for, uh, hope for homes that were built prior to 2007 where uh, property owners can get up to €50,000 for a derelict home and €30,000 uh, for a vacant home where they will be able to put that out on uh, to the property market for, for, for rent. So there's a huge amount of schemes. Yeah. I actually think, Alan, there are so many schemes out there that the message is being lost right. um, uh, for... It, at this moment, uh, the government is committing, has committed to over one billion in rent supports. 
So there's 75,000 tenants out there uh, either receiving uh, um, uh, HAP or, or Ross, right. where these, they are low-income households. And that was, uh, uh, that, that's, in 20, that's in 2023 uh, uh, to date. Uh, and there is many other housing assistant payments uh, out there that Minister O'Brien will be introducing over uh, okay. the next uh, but, number but, of weeks. Paul, but Alan, Paul, but let but, me say... Paul, but Paul, the, I, have to, I have to get to the core of this. Look, the bottom line is, where do the 135 Wexford families next week go? And nothing, none, nothing of what you've told me would indicate to me that we have the properties to locate these people into new homes. I, I'm not getting that from you. I'm getting a lot of um, the supports that are out there. But the actual places where people go, where are they going? Well, and it, and it, well, I tried to explain that in the first instance... The physical, pro- go- the, the physical properties that they're going into, that's yes, what I'm looking the, for. Well, well Alan, I, I'm not sure where the exact physical properties, properties are. Right? right, and that is up for uh, between the local authorities uh, in the housing section of of the local authorities right across uh, 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 the country. Uh, actually, Alan, I had two. Right um, now, can I, st- can I stop I you again? Two, can I stop you again, Paul, and just ask you? You're not sure where the properties are. The government is not sure where the people are going to go. I mean, the bottom line: you brought in a, you brought in a legislation here. There are thousands of people going to be put, made homeless because of this, and you don't know where you're going to put them. I don't believe there's going to be thousands of people made uh, homeless but you were asking me exactly where the properties are right yes. like am I saying they're on Main Street in an escorted they're on the Main Street in Wexford there's five in Wexford Town I'm not sure Alan uh, exactly where uh, the properties are but what I am saying is that in the first instance uh, the tenant Paul can I, can, you, can I give an example would you send your son to college if you didn't know where they were going to live well Alan let me say this to you um I, I, like it's very unclear the question that you were asking me. Where are the properties? Are you yes. asking me for the address of the property? No, no. I'm just asking. Well, then, I, I'm well, just then, asking I, I, the figures. The, yes, the, no, the figure. No. Look, I, if I can get my question in, I let you answer. Uh, I'm asking you. I'm aware from the latest figures. It could be worse. There's 135 Wexford families come next Thursday. Could be out of their property. I know that there are 33 vacant properties available. That's what the information I have. I'm asking you. Where are the 135 families? Not specifically each address, Paul, but is there accommodation for them? But Alan, there will be accommodation challenges. There is absolutely no doubt about that. But in the long term, what I am saying and is... There in a, there in the, therein lies my question. Out, no, no, I will let you finish, but therein lies my question. Why did the government make this decision when you hadn't prepared for people to have proper accommodation to move into? That's why because, people are so... Right. You would want to see my text line, Paul. People are irate over this. Uh, let me say that uh, the last year, uh, Alan, and let me say this to you, there was 50,000 new tenancy agreements... There was 10,000 property owners, stroke landlords, who have sold up and left the market. That was going to be a continuing uh, trend. 10,000 in last year, in 2022, sold up their properties, right? So 
did what we going to stand over where there was a further exodus and if you talk to the auctioneers and valuers which I talked to uh, the auctioneers right across County Wexford on a regular basis and one concern that they continuously tell me of is the amount of property owners uh, landlords who are leaving the market right. because of the eviction ban because of the rent pressure zones because of the tax relief or lack of tax relief right. that they are getting so I Yes, this is a very difficult decision. So that's what government is about, is making the right decision, which is often a very difficult decision. Right. And I believe this is the right decision to make, because I'm speaking to property property owners right. and uh, who are exiting the market. Okay. And I, I spoke to three... I know, I know. I I'm, go, I'm, going to have to, I'm, I'm going to have to wrap it, Paul, but I really do feel um, I, I might as well be batting my head off a brick wall, because no one has given me the answer to the question I'm asking. And well, the listener... Well, I try, to give you the, I try to give you the answer. If, but you didn't. What I've asked people is, in the first instance, that they will go to their local authority. They would look at the different schemes uh, that are uh, available. The government are supporting uh, 75,000 uh, HAP uh, um, uh, recipients and Ross recipients. At this moment, Alan, uh, the government are supporting 80,000 or 80 percent. Uh, subsidy to over 10,000 families well who are on the housing list. So 80% of the people who are on a social housing list are being supported by government in rental property. It never in the history in the history's state have we supported so many uh, families, so many individuals uh, that are on either HAP or on uh, Ross. We are building uh, uh, just 10,000 social houses uh, last year. There are uh, the, the annual budget uh, for housing is 4 billion. It's 20 billion over the next uh, five uh, years. This is very difficult. Uh, and then right. we have, on, on top of this, we have Ukrainian crisis, uh, looking for accommodation, and the refugee crisis right. uh, as well. And this is heaping further challenges I, and I, pressure. I, upon okay, Paul, I'm going to have to wrap it up for a second, but I really have to just clarify this and, uh, and just say once again, I have not been given a direct answer to the question I've asked. Uh, the government have not thought out this. This is, a, if I, I, I have, I've, I've got to go to in, in Independent Deputy Verona Murphy straight after this break. But, I mean, like, if I was to read out even well, a tenth of the text I have I, here at the I, moment... I had, I had two landlords onto me last week uh, right. saying uh, that they had spoken to Deputy Verona Murphy and she was in favour of lifting the eviction ban and they they had her uh, support. Well, I'll give her a chance to respond. Two, I had the same two landlords onto me this morning uh, saying that they rang me looking for where I stood on uh, this uh, uh, yeah. position. And, uh, like, you know, so uh, for Deputy Murphy to say that she supports landlords in one side of her mouth and then on the other side say she doesn't support it, well, she's, she's, she, she, she uh, didn't uh, uh, vote with the government last well, okay. night. She voted with Sinn Féin and Mary Lou MacDonald, as she's continuously doing uh, over the last number of, of years. I'm going to speak to her in a second, but I, I just need to, to, to summarise all this. You have made a lot of valid points about where the government is is heading towards with their housing policy. You've outlined quite clearly your support of the landlords. 
I take all that on board in the interest of balance. But the one point that no one has been able to give me a direct answer to is why in a government in this age and after all we've been through as a country would you inflict more torture on people by putting people out in the street next Thursday? Why did you not think it out? Why did you not provide them with proper accommodation before you made the decision you made yesterday, Paul? And that has to be my final question. Well, Alan, uh, it was a Sinn Féin motion put through last night. They're wanting to end the eviction ban at the end of uh, this year, uh, which would have been for political reasons coming up to the local and European <sighs> elections in, in, in uh, 2024. Uh, so, like, you know, Sinn Féin had... Would you not accept their human reasons? Would you not accept it? There's there's human lives here. Well, 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 Alan, let me me, uh, state to you quite clearly uh, that the government are very conscious and aware had we continued the eviction ban, we would have been in a far worse state uh, than what we are at the moment. And let me repeat the statistic to you that while... Uh, the government uh, entered, uh, sorry, landlords and, and property owners entered into 50,000 tenancy agreements uh, last year, but there was an estimated 10,000 property owners okay. who left the market. All right. And Alan, by all indications that the government were getting, indications when I spoke to auctioneers and valuers, which I do on a regular basis, uh, because I think it's very important to see what the property market is like and what... Rent, rental properties are there. Yeah. There was 10,000 people All right. decided. I think we're repeating ourselves and I have to leave up. But Paul, thank you for taking time to talk, uh, come on air and talk to us this morning.